Today is traditionally known as Spy Wednesday. It's the day Judas Iscariot made the decision to betray Jesus. From this point on, Judas was a spy among the twelve disciples. It took about a day from Judas' decision to the betrayal of Christ with a kiss. Now, the Gospels vary on why Judas made this decision. In the Gospels of Matthew and Mark, they both detail the story of Jesus getting his feet washed with expensive oil. The authors both mention the disciples being indignant at the waste, that the expensive oil could have been sold and the money given to the poor. In the book of John, the author gives this emotion of indignation directly to Judas. It was after these events that the authors detailed the decision by the spy to betray Jesus. In the other books, Luke and John, the authors state that the devil entered Judas, and he made the decision then. Regardless of why Judas betrayed Jesus, the more interesting aspect is that Jesus knew well before these events occurred, and even while they were occurring, yet he did nothing. In the book of John, many chapters before Palm Sunday and around the time Jesus walks on water, it says, Have I not chosen you, Jesus asks, the twelve? Yet one of you is a devil. At the Last Supper, Jesus makes references to his betrayal. The betrayal by Judas was one of the worst events to occur in the Bible. Yet the decision to betray is that of Judas's. He makes this awful decision, which leads to torture, anguish, and death. And Jesus never stops him. We ask ourselves as Christians why God, who has the power to stop anything and move mountains, does not stop the bad things from happening. Yet here is an example of God literally watching the free will of man play out in front of him, to commit an act so terrible that the man's name will forever be synonymous with betrayal, and yet does nothing to prevent it. God could have created any number of other means for all of these events to play out, yet he doesn't. It is generally accepted by atheists and historical theologians that Judas was a real person, that this event of betrayal actually occurred. Why? Because the authors of these books, if looking for why this would have happened, would not have chosen to let a man literally chosen by God to commit treason. The authors would have found an alternative that did not make it appear that Jesus lacked sound judgment in some matters, like choosing his disciples. Yet, that is what happened, and that is what God let happen. Christians have long wrestled with why God would let bad things happen. I've asked myself this question day in and day out when watching the news. I ask it every few minutes these days when I watch the tragedies occurring across the globe play out. I don't have an answer to this age-old problem. I struggle with it constantly. However, what I do know is that he does. It's documented right in the story of a central theme of all of Christianity. So that means we have to come to the terms with the fact that God lets all of this craziness occur. For some reason, we will never be able to fully comprehend. However, what God wants us to do through all of these bad things is to have faith. You see, not all bad things will lead to amazing things. To say that God has a plan or that this is God's way or will is to discount the terrible things that happen, and we should not accept that God. 
There's examples all through history of terrible things occurring and no good coming from them. God knows this too, but he wants us to keep faith. I don't know why. God could have prevented Judas from making these decisions and found another way to die for our sins and rise from the dead, but he didn't. God doesn't prevent us from walking through the valley of the shadow of death, but he tells us he will walk through it every step of the way with us. Thank you.